Dairy. Dairy. Well, everybody, uh... <laughs> slurping. Happy Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween. <laughs>
we flash back to 2005 and they're at the bar talking about Halloween plants. Mm -hmm. Lily and Marshall are super excited because they have yet another couple's costume. It's clear that it's their ultimate holiday too. Yes. They really enjoy the couple's costume and dressing up and doing something clever. Yeah. And this is all about them being a couple and being a unit this episode. So um, the couple's costume is like a perfect metaphor for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Love the curls in Lily's hair here. Yeah, but when, so she runs into the bar and she's like, guess what came in today? And I was looking at her face and I don't know, something was unsettling. I don't know if it was the tan. Like, I don't know, her like color seemed off, something Mm. about it. But I did like the curls. I thought that was cute. Yeah, nice little volume, a little lift in the hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So they're happy that the, the costume contest is coming up. Barney, as usual, is excited about the sexual part of Halloween, about girls dressing up as sluts or being slutty. Unleashing their inner hoe bag. (laughs) He isn't wrong. He's problematic AF, but he isn't wrong. It is problematic, but... Um, And, I mean, a huge part of that is, you know, we're all socialized to not be sexual like any other day of the year. Right. Um, but also the, the costumes are shitty. Like They have, like, sexy pizza rat costumes. Sexy, like, Game of Thrones costumes. Like, it's just things that... Shouldn't be sexy. No. Ugh. No. Drives me nuts. And, yeah. um, so that's why, I mean, it's, it's, t- yeah, it's tough as a, as a woman or a girl to find a costume that doesn't make you look like a hoe bag. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you're going for, that is totally fine. I have been known to <laughs> don a sexy outfit or two, but... Okay. That, you know, it it gets old. Yeah. You know, and you look around the bar or the party and everyone's, like, ass is hanging out. And it's just... Okay. It, yeah, it's not creative. It's not. I'm not slut-shaming. Do what you want to do. Yeah, do what you want to do. Good, you know, good for you, but... But you know it's not creative. Right. What's no. So what's the best... Most creative, cool costume you've done, like non hoe bag costume. Um, it wasn't for Halloween. It well, I did wear it on Halloween, but um, last I love to sew. It's one of my favorite things to do, and every year I make my son's Halloween costume. So she's a sorceress, guys. <laughs> she's very good at it. No, no, no. I get better every year. I I will say that. But um, last year, uh, over the summer. The past couple of years, we've gone to Comic Con, not the big one, um, just like you know the the smaller one in our state. And uh, I binge watched Stranger Things, and the I best. made so good. And I made uh, a costume to look like uh, Eleven's pink dress with a little white Peter Pan collar. Ugh. And I fucking hands or not hand smocked, but I like smocked the fabric myself. Um, it, I made the pattern, had, like, the puff sleeves. It wasn't the shitty version that Hot Topic ended up selling. Months later, too, by the way. Like, I made this costume oh. pretty quick turnaround from watching Stranger Things. And I had a really cute uh, tote bag I made, too, out of Lego fabric. Or Lego. Oh, my God. Ego fabric. <laughs> Lego my Ego. <laughs> it was such a good costume. Thank you. I was really, really, really proud of it. Um, really proud. So uh, good. So, how about you? You've had some. You are very good with your Halloween costume. Yeah, this year. This year's was good. This year, uh, my 
office buddies and I, because we're all women, we went as the Pawnee goddesses, and I loved that. Um, mm-hmm. But the ultimate that yeah. I've ever done of all time was definitely Megan from Bridesmaids. Hell fucking yeah. Because yes, I do, yes, I look yes, a little yes. bit like her, look a little bit like her anyway, and then head to toe, went to the thrift store, got everything from like the the Kangol, like Samuel L. Jackson white, <laughs> so perfect. brimmed hat, <laughs> the Charlie Sheen like bowling shirt. <laughs> Charlie Sheen, that's perfect. The slides with the strap mm-hmm. on the back. I mean, uh, the pearls. You the it. pearls. Head, I had pearls. Head to toe. Head to toe. You Crushed it. it. Still proud of that one. I I've looked for it on my phone. Like, I try to find it <laughs> online. I think I've saved it, but I de- I'm never sure. So I have to go back and hear your photos on Facebook or you're like, I'm like, is it uploads? Is <gasps> it in an album? I don't know. And I like search back to find it. And, it, and it's usually like, 15, 20 minutes till I am able to pull up the picture, but nobody's ever disappointed. Like, that was worth the wait. Hell yeah. Like, I totally forgot what you were doing, but <laughs> I'm glad you followed through. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good one. Um, I went to a bar the night that I put it on, and girls at the bar wanted to take pictures with me, which was cool. I felt, I felt famous a little bit, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah. It was awesome. That's a weird sensation, but... Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Lily and Marshall are wearing costumes. We're not really sure yet what Barney's doing costume-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like Robin is planning to do nothing with Mike. And Lily jumps all over that. Lily's like, Mike, what? There's a Mike? You have a boyfriend? You haven't told us? And Robin's all nonchalant. Like, nah, like, you know, we've just gone out a few times. And Lily's like, boyfriend. Yeah, she calls boyfriend hard um, Mm -hmm. and suggests a Halloween double date. And it's clear that Lily is just thirsty for couple friends. Oh, yes. Like, how how long has it been since there's been uh, the potential of of couple friends for couple dates in this this poor lady's life? Mm -hmm. Probably a long time. Disappointed. It's hard to make couple friends because I think what typically happens... One of you likes one of the one half of the couple. Mm-hmm. Like, right? One half of the couple is always a little stronger in their friendship, and the other half's like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that's true. I, I feel like hashtag bliss uh, that I have a, a quite a few. Like I have a pretty decent amount of couple friends, and we equally enjoy each part of yeah. the couple. So. Yeah. I mean, I would say that that's true for us with our partners, but mm-hmm. it's usually just me and you being fucking morons oh. with each other and ignoring yeah. Liz and Chris. So, yeah. sorry that's guys. <laughs> sorry about that. Whoops. <laughs> um, yeah. So then Ted comes into the bar, and Marshall is so excited to tell him that his costumes came in, mm-hmm. but Ted already knows. Yes. And Marshall just goes, "Yes, that is why we're best friends." I love that. I love, I love when you have that kind of friendship with somebody. We do, I think. We oh like, yeah. Um, and Robin asked Ted what he's doing for Halloween, and everybody groans because they yeah. know what Ted's going to be doing. It's the same thing he's always done for the last four years. He's going to be waiting for the slutty, the slutty pumpkin. pumpkin. So Ted starts to dive into the story, and he's talking about how he met this girl and. Uh, she was wearing a sexy pumpkin costume. And how is that sexy, you ask? Because it was carved in strategic places. 
And I don't know if this is a spoiler alert, but I had no idea what he meant by that for a really long time. Like, I, I didn't fully get... Same. How that how it would be sexy, even if it was carved in strategic places. Yeah. Um, it was confusing to me. <laughs> but you figure it out later. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need to know. All you need to know. No spoilers here. Um, but I love the joint storytelling. Oh here. my God, it's so just, good. I know. It's, uh, it's such a great way to show the audience that uh, Ted has told this story many, many times before because they know exactly what he's going to say, when he's going to say it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we <laughs> we see them all tell together is the story about the Tootsie Roll, <laughs> a drink she made herself. It's Kahlua and root beer because it tastes like an alcoholic Tootsie Roll. <laughs> I love the way they all Me do too. that. Me too. Um, it was perfect. And in honor of this episode, Caitlin and I decided to do a Tootsie Roll taste test. Yes. So let's let's play that clip. Did you make your drink already? No, do you want to make them now? Alright. <laughs> How much do you put in? I don't even know. I read five ounces of Kahlua and five Ooh. ounces of I know. Wow. I felt I felt like such a scumbag. I was like uh, I'm looking. Well, first I had on air air AirPods, right? So you can't. There's no string. Oh yeah. So I was talking to one of my friends from work, and then I had a hat on, so you can't see it. So I walk into a liquor store, talking to myself, <laughs> looking for a single nip of Kahlua. Looking, yeah. So I ended up buying three because I felt bad. I, You're ridiculous. I but was like. We were both low lights today because I had to go out to my car to get enough quarters to pay for this <laughs> because there was a five dollar minimum. You are trash. Yeah, wicked trash. All right. Yeah. Is this five right. ounces? This little guy? I have no idea. Uh, fifty milliliters. God damn it, America. God damn it. Well. Why can't um, we use the metric system? I mean, I'm thinking a nip. Oh my god, it's very thick. Oh. We're clearly amateurs at Kahlua. You know what? That's going to do it. I'm probably not going to drink a whole lot of this, but... You think so? In honor of this show. I mean, if it's really good, I'll add some more. I did, like, half of a nip. I can Ooh. smell the coffee, so I can see how it might taste like it. Let's, let's crack this. Oh, I, look, I'm, I'm pouring mine over rocks. Oh, dude, I have mine in a No way. Bag. There is no way that's only one ounce. Fuck, that's a lot. Sorry, you have yours in a mason jar? You're so cool. Because I'm a hipster. And no. my ice cubes are so giant, they won't fit in there. <laughs> and now I'm going to stir it with a pen. Class act, because through I, and through. Because I have my life together. I'm not stirring mine at all. That's going to be a mistake. It's just, it's because it was like syrupy, so. Yeah. This is an ordeal, but I hope you're recording. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Well. Alright. Wait, let me put a little more of this in. I feel like it just smells like root beer right now. Oh, I just, I poured the whole thing. Okay, bombs up. There we go. Well, here's to you, slutty pumpkin. Here's. To your Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Let's see how it tastes. All right. I can see it. I just, let me try it again. Maybe I, because I didn't mix it. And you probably put too much root beer in, so I'm going to look at it. 
I can taste it. Yeah. All right. They're nice. Not bad. Not bad. I'm just gonna sip this. <laughs> I'm just gonna gonna have a couple more sips. Mm. No, you can definitely yeah. taste it. Yeah, that's so. It's like, huh? Why did that come out tasting like chocolate with no chocolate in it? That's bizarre. I don't know. It turns out the Tootsie Roll is not a bad drink. Yeah, I mean, I would never order it anywhere. Oh, God, no. And I don't think I'd ever bring this to a party for people to try, but for the sake of the show. They are correct that it tastes like an alcoholic vegetable. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. And we're back, and Caitlin is eating literal Tootsie Rolls. My real Tootsie Rolls. Hear that sound? Nice to have a kid. Oh, but they're Ooh. so bad. Yeah, they're bad for your teeth. Oh my god! Is it hard? Oh, it, it's so hard. That's do, what she said. Do they? I feel like they don't really taste like chocolate. No, they don't. But it tastes like that drink. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty spot on. So yeah, said so that she's a fan of Tootsie Rolls, um, right. and she gives Ted her number, but then something went terribly wrong. <laughs> And that's when it really feels like it's like a spooky Halloween story. In addition to it being like, Ted has told us the story a million times. Right. He thinks it's like the story of his destiny or something. Exactly. There's a twist. So then we see, <laughs> we see Ted talking to Marshall and Lily about this cool girl. She's a marine biologist. She's a marine biologist studying penguins, which is important. Yep. She loves Star Wars, mm -hmm. um, which is one of the first times we hear... Marshall and Ted talk about Star Wars and you come to realize it's, it's an important uh, series of films in their lives. Huge, yep. Yeah, yep. I love it. And so she she likes Star Wars, she likes Ewoks, which Marshall's like agrees with, he doesn't why they get such a bad rap, <laughs> this girl likes them. And let's not skip over how smoking hot Marshall looks as Cher. Mm. Yes, oh my god, thank you for bringing that up. I would have forgotten. So one of the previous costumes that Marshall and Lily had, and it was actually in this scene in, from 2001, uh, Lily is dressed up like Sonny Bono mm -hmm. and handing out candy to children. And then in walks Marshall with like this hair down to his butt and this like sequence dress. Sequence. Yeah, <laughs> sequence. And he is dressed as Cher and looks super hot oh, just a vision just yeah. a full vision and so ted apparently wrote his number mm -hmm. or wrote her number on a kit kat and left the kit kat near the door where candy was being handed out right because so, he's an idiot yeah because he's super dumb <laughs> and so ted's like hey where's that kit kat and lily's like we've got plenty of chocolate and he's like no i need that kit kat it has her number on it and he like runs out of the apartment and starts attacking children like you do <laughs> yeah like you do grabbing their bag of candy dumping it on the ground looking for the kit kat horrifying and families horrifying families uh, and i don't know if you noticed this but um uh when lily was uh handing out candy to the trick-or-treater it was actually to someone dressed as a witch and a vampire is the child that Ted accosted. So yeah, he accosted. So he was way off. Which was long gone. Oh, Ted. Oh, Ted. 
Wah, wah. Wah, wah. So he never saw her again. And then we come back to the to present day and he just says that's why he waits for her every Halloween at the same party. And if it wasn't already clear that this was a reference, we now know that this is basically the Great Pumpkin. It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. um, Except it's the Slutty Pumpkin Ted Mosby. (laughs) Um, And that does come back a couple of times. Like, it's not just that they're using the name and the, you know, him waiting. There are a couple other little winks that I found. Um, And I got really excited about that, so. Last episode, we talked about Things everybody likes and that you should like, but you don't mm-hmm. really suck. Mm-hmm. I feel like Charlie Brown is one of them. <sighs> I never, I never loved it. I don't see the appeal. I hate the kids' voices. <laughs> they're horrible. I only like Peppermint Patty and Marcy, but that's because they're clearly in a lesbian relationship. Oh, I love them. Which, Sorry. which has been confirmed. Do you know why? I just found out this week that Charles Schultz modeled Peppermint Patty after Billie Jean King, his friend, lesbian and tennis legend, Billie Jean King. How about that? All right. So there it is. Definitely a lesbian. Put all your little questions to rest. I love it. Right? Yeah. Oh, so Barney, of course, thinks that Ted should give up. Right. Because it's been, four years. it's been four years. She could be engaged or married. Or worse. That. That. <laughs> <laughs> he is the worst. Oh, Barney. I'm ready for him to have more layers. Yeah. He's he still gets so much better. I know. He gets like vulnerable and you see all this other other stuff about him and oh I just can't wait. It's coming. It's coming. Um but you know, Ted holds That's out. What she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a perv tonight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. um, it's my weakened immune system, so Damn girl. That's a little tickle in my throat. Um <laughs> Ted decides he's gonna stay. Cause it could be the year. This could be the year that she shows up and he marries her, and wouldn't that be the coolest story ever? And that's what Ted's all about, is the cool story of how I met the girl I end up with. Yep. And Lily wisely says, okay, well, so maybe we should stop calling her the slutty pumpkin. Smart choice, Lily. Just just in case. So, uh, back in the apartment, uh, we see Marshall and Lily, and they are dressed as a pirate. And a parrot, and I loved this costume. Marshall's got that eyeliner, which is weirdly hot. Weirdly hot. Weirdly hot. And Lily's costume is also weird, but she's so committed to this uh, parrot costume. The whole thing, like the look and the makeup and everything, do you know what it reminds me of? Uh, Zoopily Zoo. What the (laughs) fuck? How did you get that? This is why we're best friends. This uh, is why we're best friends. Yes, yes. You can't unscripted. You can't make that shit up. No, no. Shit Five minutes happen. ago, we just talked about how we have moments like that, and there one is. So there it is. You're welcome, world. How serendipitous. So yeah, that is like full <laughs> Zoobly Zoo fantasy. It is. 
Oh, it is. I love it. I can't remember it. what her name is. I remember like thinking she was like super like beautiful. But she was a cockatoo, right? Yeah. It was yeah. Talkatoo the cockatoo. I gotta find out now. Please Ooh. hold. Cockatoo, Zubilee Zoo. Oh, I had a monster crush on the cockatoo for sure. Yeah. I remember my sister liked the stupid bear or whatever he was. <laughs> I remember Ben Green. I had it right. Talkatoo cockatoo. You are ugly. Oh my god, it really does look like her. For real? Yeah. Oh my god, like the little eyebrows and everything? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god, it does look oh, like I her. I hated that fox. He was so scary. Oh, who did I hate? Let me look now. I didn't the like the little hot pink one. She could. No. I love Van Gogh the lion. Yeah, he could get it. He could get it all day. <laughs> Ew, gross. Ew, the fox looks like. Just kidding. Not oh, good. Oh, so gross. Right? Yeah. All right. Let's come back from Zoopily Zoo. Oh, but that right. was incredible. They're all dressed up and very excited about the bar. Halloween mm-hmm. costume contest, which could win them a $50 bar gift certificate for their $200 costumes. Yes. Um, yeah, so then Ted comes in wearing his costume, which is, of course, the Hanging Chad. The huge. Yeah, yeah, same costume, which refers, of course, to the 2000 election between George W. and Al Gore. <sighs> the beginning of the end. Right? Right? So... A chad is the fragment of paper left over when you punch a hole in a card. Who named that? I don't know. Probably some dude chad. Yeah, he's like, hey, yo, these are mine. Yeah, this, this is me. And uh, so a hanging chad is when you punch a hole in the card and it doesn't punch the whole way through, leaving a little piece. And a pregnant chad is when you attempt to punch a hole, but it just leaves a bulge and doesn't actually punch through, making uh, votes invalid. Yeah, and it was all the f- old people in Florida who can't punch yeah. a goddamn hole. <sighs> Those weak adaptive skills, you know? That's right. They need an OT. They do. Let me call my sister up. Right? Give them an <laughs> adaptive hole punch, please. But I love his costume because it's so delightfully irrelevant. So this was in 2005, but Marshall says, with a sad commentary on our national attention span that we could forget <laughs> such a turbulent time in our political history. I... Th- it still applies to today. Still applies. You know, like, I, you know, like, you forget, you forgot about that. Dude, shit happened, like, a month ago. Everything is moving so fast right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I cannot, I can't keep up. Right. Every, uh, yeah, so, I mean, oh, 2000 was a, a simpler time, as bad as it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. The good old days, right? Yeah. Um... So then we see Lily scurry off to the bathroom. Polly got a pee. And this sets up a little piece of Lily's character that comes back around a few more times throughout the series about her having a very small bladder. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. I have the opposite. I hate public restrooms, so I will hold my pee. Until I just get, like, straight UTIs. Jesus, Caitlin. Just kidding. That's that's intense. Um, Are you really I kidding? Took, I took that too far. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, listener of one. Listener of one. Sorry, Hi, Mom. Mom. <laughs> God damn it. That was the second one. Oh, my God. Oh. This right. is why you're my best friend. This is why we're best friends. Yeah. So, Barney comes in. Dressed as 
what's his face from Top Gun? Well, first you hear Danger Zone playing through the door. Yes. Kenny Loggins' jam. With Barney's got, like, his little boom box. I I couldn't tell if that's what it was or if he was reaching to get um, Ted's costume. But I guess, of course, it was a boom box. I guess. It was amazing. Um, And a fun fact, uh, the name on Barney's flight suit is Glenn Matthews, which is the same name the janitor gives to JD in the series finale of Scrubs. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. That is a fun fact. Rewinding and pausing to get a good look. I also noticed that some of the patches on the flight suit had, like, sort of funny things on them. Yeah? Yeah, but I didn't write them down because I was like, ugh, this made me chuckle, but... I'm forgetting it. I just want to verify Glenn Matthews, which I did. That is so cool. So, yeah, he comes in. It's amazing. He does, like, the slow-mo, gum-chewing, hair-flipping, glasses-taking yeah, off. It was perfect. So perfectly timed with the music. Neil Patrick is the best. I yeah. I, you said in an earlier episode, too, that his physical comedy is just mm. so perfect, and it really is. So good. He's so good. So he tries to talk Ted into flight-suiting up. Does this count as a suit, or should I mark this down as one of his suitless days? Um, he wears a suit, like an actual suit, later in the episode. Mm. Um, so I'll say that definitely counts, but it is a flight suit. I mean, I guess he's suited up. I'm going to count it. I'm going to count it as well, one. Well, he said stuff like snow suit up, right, when he was, they were going to build an igloo in Central Park. True. So maybe this does count, because he did say flight suit up. Yeah. I'm going to put it as a, as a possible Okay. Flight suit episode six, and we'll see. We'll see if that adds to the count. We could do a pros and cons list <gasps> with the yellow legal pad. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Barney of course has a plan that's better than the party on the roof. Yeah. There is allegedly a Victoria's Secret party on. Well, we don't know where it is yet, but Victoria's Secret Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Ted says, no, we can get shot down any day by um, women in lingerie. But True. tonight is the one night the slutty pumpkin could possibly come to this party. And then Barney leaves him in the dust for the first time of the episode. It will not be the last. Yes. But Ted just can't seem to shake him all night. <laughs> oh, and then Robin walks in, no costume. Shot. Wearing a blazer. Yeah, and this outfit is, like, the most drab outfit, and I feel like they did that on purpose, like, Mm. to look, like, completely boring next to everybody else's costumes, because it was just, like, all one color. Yeah. Her hair did not look great. Her hair looked frizzy. Right? There's something going on. This is a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it look like that? Maybe it was intentional. I don't know. I do not know. Then again, no one knew how to deal with, like, frizzy hair in, like, the early 2000s. My hair was a fucking mess. So she's there. She has no costume. Lily answers the door in her full costume. And this scene is mirrored in season nine in a very poignant way. And that's all I'm going to say. If you've seen season nine, you know but as soon as I saw that in this, I saw as soon as I saw that scene in season nine, I immediately thought of the slutty pumpkin, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Ugh, pulling on all the heartstrings. Jeez, they really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, but we'll get there. We'll get to that. Yes. Uh, so Robin was late because she was covering the village Halloween party, which is a fabulous event every single year. It's a real thing that happens and is completely wild and fun. Um, and no surprise at all, there were a zillion gay pirates <laughs> at <laughs> the village. Which is right when, right, which is right when Marshall walks in, uh, and he's talking about his eyeliner, and, you know, Lily reassures him that it is weirdly hot. I don't see nothing weird about it. I mean, he looks, no, it's he looks great. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was like peak Pirates of the Caribbean time in 2005. Yes. It was like mm-hmm. between one and two coming out, so... Mm-hmm. There were Jack Sparrows everywhere, everywhere for like, and for like five years, probably. Yeah. So yeah, and I know Johnny Depp is problematic, but I fucking loved that movie when it the first one came out, and mm-hmm. I remember the previews of the the skeleton crew like walking on the sea floor. Like, I lost my shit. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, and it was so cool. So amazing. Oh, but yeah. I, I mean, everyone's good in it. I, it sucks that all this stuff. Jeffrey Rush. You know yeah. what I mean? Jeffrey Rush was great. Kira Knightley, I don't love her, but she was great in that. Yeah. Orlando Bloom, yeah. same. Like, they just they just did such a great job. And yeah. yes, Johnny Depp, Jeff, 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 Johnny Depp <laughs> did a great job. He also happens to be a wife beater. The two are true. Yes. Yeah, they can both be true. That is fine. Oh, problematic faves. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean is definitely one of mine, too. Robin thinks that she and Mike aren't dressing up, but then he comes in in full Bavarian regalia. <laughs> oh, God, that that wig was so bad. <laughs> oh, God. He looked like Pinocchio. Little Pinocchio. Dutch. A little Dutch little boy. Dutch. <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. It was so bad, and... That's, like, a big miscommunication. Uh, yeah, they were supposed to go as Hansel and Gretel, and... He went full Hansel. Like, I feel like if you're doing a couple's costume, you should buy them together, but clearly they're totally sucking ass at being a couple, you... so... Yes, they are. Did you see uh, on the interwebs, it was a couple's costume, it was, like, something funny about, like, miscommunication, and one... Half of the couple, the guy was dressed as Chucky Finster from Rugrats. Yeah. And then his counterpart was dressed as, like, the Bride of Chucky. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, it made me giggle. So, apparently she had joked about it via email, but it's hard to convey tone by email. Which is true. Very true. But, I mean... Strike one, Robin. Strike one. Let's see how many strikes you get. So yeah, them were them were at, up at this fabulous party. And Barney's telling Ted, I can't believe you talked me into this. And Ted <laughs> corrects him, I didn't, you followed me up here. <laughs> <laughs> and Barney looks around and he says, there's like seven chicks here. And someone takes off a wig and it's a dude. And Barney's like, six chicks. <laughs> but he won't leave because no. we, we already know after licking the Liberty Bell that Barney doesn't like doing anything alone. Yeah. You know, and he also still cares about Ted and in his own shitty, sexist way is trying to get him out of this rut where he's waiting right. for this girl that he only met for five seconds. Four years ago. And think about it from the Slutty Pumpkins perspective, right? She hits it off with this guy, gives him her number, and then never hears from him again. Why would she go to that party? Why would she show up there? Good call. Good right? call. 
Yeah. I just thought of that. Because she doesn't know he lost the number. Right. She, she just... doesn't know that yeah. he's, like, so upset about it and has done this every year. She just thinks he's an asshole. Right. Good so. call. Um, yeah. So, Barney's completely right. The party sucks. Yep. Um, there's this uh, <clears throat> acapella group warming up. Shagarats. The fucking Shagarats. And all I can think was, who threw this party? Yeah. Why would you want acapella at your Halloween party? It's such a weird mix. Unless it was one of the acapella guys, I guess. That threw but, it, yeah. Yeah, but I was, like, wondering... Because, like, Barney walks over to a table where there's, like, liquor and picks up a bottle of Jaeger and starts chugging it. And <laughs> I'm just like, where did that come from? Who's going to clean this up later? That's how you know you're old. Yeah. Who's who's responsible for all this? Yeah. Like, watching Home Alone now. Like, how did they heat that house? Oh, my God. Well, he was clearly loaded. He took his entire family to France. I know. At Christmas. I'm sure planes At Christmas, are... the parents were in first class. <clears throat> Weren't right. they? Yeah. That was some bullshit, by the way. That's so weird. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We're going to sit in first class. Um, yeah, right? Assholes. Yeah, so I don't get the acapella thing, but then again, Caitlin and I have um, a little oh, problem with acapella. Oh. Not all acapella. No, not all acapella. Just love, love Pitch Perfect. <laughs> love Glee. Nice. But there's just this, there's this one group... <laughs> It's their season now. It is their season. They're going to be out singing on cliffs and in caves with candles soon. That we just their cannot. Wind. The wind in their hair. We cannot stand them. We're not going to name you names. You won't believe. Yeah, I you won't goosebumps. believe. You God, stop. Kate always tags me. <laughs> I love to tag you on Facebook and just be like, wow, amazing. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> Did you see my Ugh. latest post? So I, my husband and I, we were going to be watching some Christmas movies and we were on Netflix and he just like did like a random search and all of these Hallmark movies come up, right? And so one of them's called The Spirit of Christmas. Oh, she says, falls in love with a fucking ghost? I was like, <laughs> is no, Caitlin? A cursed ghost. Is Caitlin on fucking painkillers? I was like, is this... Is this real? Uh, so I thought, okay, like Robin, tone doesn't really translate well in the internet. Dude. I thought people knew I was being sarcastic, but like I got two commenters. One was saying that they watched it with their in-laws and they would love it. Another person was like, I've seen it. It's good. <laughs> Same as every Hallmark, which is true. But you and my friend Emma were the only ones who did the laugh emoji. So clearly you knew that it was like... Yeah, kind of jokey, and I couldn't dog on it because everyone in the comments was like, "It's so oh, good." I, know. I was like, I "Oh know. god, it's too late. It's too I late." Know. But I really do want to watch it. I have to. Well, yeah, let's hate watch it over Christmas. Oh, perfect deal. Uh, all right, so yeah, Barney starts chugging Jaeger, which is clearly the only solution, and then we're at the double Halloween date at McLaren's. Yes, and Marshall is doing his best pirate impression and telling pirate jokes. And I like this one part. And he says, you know, what be a pirate's favorite fast food restaurant? Lily's like, Arby's. And he said, you know, you think it would be. And then breaks out of the pirate character. He's like, but actually it's Long John Silver's. And I just, it would be really funny if I did the voice 
while telling the story, then you could really get a feel for it. But of course, <laughs> you've, you've watched the episode if you're listening to this. Um, but I'm, I'm terrible at accents. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> Carl is dressed as a cowboy and comes over and puts some food on the table. And Lily's asking Mike all these like couple-y kind of questions yeah. and saying things like, you guys are really cute together, which is just... One look, it, she's full of shit. Like, just yeah. looking at the two of them, you can tell. Like, they're doing this weird hand-holding thing, like, while they're eating. It's so weird. All I could think of was, like, the way, like, I used to watch the Duggars before it got, like, molestery. Yeah. Um, and... That whenever like the two like the two like nineteen year olds decide to get married to each other and they've clearly never mm-hmm. even kissed each other, they hold hands like fucking white knuckling everywhere they go, you know, because that's like the oh, best Jesus. they can do. Yeah, like so that's all I could think of is the way that they were like holding hands and then Robin like, do you like think their palms are like rubbing each yeah, other, each other. Ugh, like all so sweaty. Gross. Yeah. Um. And then Robin takes her hand back to eat and then, like, crosses over to keep holding his hand. It's so She awkward. is just hopeless at this point. Uh, it's um, just, it's painful to So watch. awkward and cringy. Um, you know, and, and Marshall and Lily are just totally vibing and just being the perfect couple that they are. Yeah, Marshmallow and Lily Pad. Feeding each other and, you know... Mike's trying to get into it. He's like, oh, yeah, we finished each other's. And Robin. Robin's oblivious. Oh, my says, God. So bad. What did you say? Like, this burger's really. He goes, good, see? Yeah, see, Mike. Like, and it's so forced. He's like another fucking Mosby. They should just be best friends. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that would be bad. Oy. Yeah, um, he doesn't need enablers around. Yeah. No, he doesn't. We've got one. We don't need any more. Uh, Marshall and Lily are like sharing each other's food and mm-hmm. Mike tries to do that to Robin and Robin's just not into it and <laughs> I just love this because she is eating her burger and she is like so into it she's like dude I'm kind of in the zone here and he just has this fork full of chicken and it's just so awkward and Lily goes oh for god's sake and she eats the fucking chicken oh <laughs> Lily so cute oh I know and she's like oh tasty but it was so hard to watch that oh my god i know but i mean also don't fuck with me when i'm eating a burger god no i respect being in the in the zone how do you feel about sharing plates so i like to do that because i want to eat everything within my line of sight (laughs) but it should be like a one-way situation (laughs) yeah but i just want to eat the food on your plate but a lot of times when we go out to dinner, if like we can't decide, because there's usually like a couple things like, oh, that steak looks good, but ooh, they have I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'll say, all right, I'll get this and you get that, and we'll we'll share. Yeah. Um, but not like because I'm, I'm trying to be the cutesy or coupley. It's because I want to maximize the options. Absolutely. Available. And so, you, and that needs to be clear going in that you're going to be sharing. Yeah. Don't eat off ooh, my fucking ooh. plate. Oh. If we have not I agreed upon that. get really upset because sometimes I will, you know, we'll be watching TV. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make myself a snack. I love snacks. Snacks and are great. I'll say to my husband, like, do you want, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you want any ice cream? I know where this is no, going. No, I'm good. I'm like, all right. Okay. So then I put ice cream in 
my I like to eat ice cream in a mug. Ooh. Uh, it's, it's great. You should try it. And uh, enough for myself. I One person. Enough for me. Yeah. And I sit down and <clears throat> my husband will go, yeah, let me try some of that. Mm. No. No. You had your chance. Ship has sailed, if sir. You were, exactly. If you were going to eat my ice cream, I could have gotten double Absolutely. Minimum. As Robin says no. later, dudes are such chicks. Yes, 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 yes. All right. How about you? How do you feel about it? Um, well, yeah, I think it, it needs to be clear that we're going to be sharing. Um, yeah. The most stressful food situation of all time is a fucking tapas restaurant. Oh. oh, there's always an odd number. You say small plates, and I'm just like, what? Why? <laughs> Why are they small? And what if it how, gets to me and there's none? How are we talking? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but or I've gotten like a, I've gotten used to it. I've gotten used I to feel it like as it's an adult. An odd number. Like here's three of these things. Yes. Three. So three. we split one. Like, oh god. That's miserable. Yeah, it's trash. Like the last piece to... of pizza, and you're just like. Ooh. My husband's pretty good, and he usually will let me. Especially the things I really love. He's like, no, no, you go ahead and eat it. So he knows food's very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why your marriage works so well. Yep. Um, back at the party, the shitty acapella, acapella group is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um, Barney hits on a girl in a culturally culturally insensitive hula girl costume. <laughs> um, but I love this character yes her complete lack of interest in barney throughout the episode i'm just like i want this i want to see this person in more things yeah her name is crezia bajos she's actually been in um like a couple spanish language things and then a bunch of english language things too just here and there like as a a bit part but this this episode actually has a couple like really good bit parts going on um and she's one of them you know she's just like Haha. no and i just love it i know she's like no like oh god no. just love her so much she's not here for it at all um you know barney <laughs> wants ted to leave with him ted tries to act like he's having a good time or like he knows anybody in the whole place <laughs> he doesn't no He's like, oh, like, name someone you know. He's like, back of, oh, back of horse. Where's front of horse? That guy's a riot. Where is he? That's, I couldn't remember it. Oh, my God. Oh, Ted. Like Made me giggle. Um, but he, like, doesn't know anybody at this party. And, you know, he's just going to waste his entire night. And uh, Barney, meanwhile, nicknames himself the Barnacle because this Victoria's Secret model party is going to be on a yacht. Magically. Yeah. <laughs> And you know who's going to be stuck to the side of that yacht? The barnacle. The barnacle. And he tells Ted Barnacle out. <sighs> Barney. <laughs> so this party just keeps getting, the Victoria's Secret party keeps getting more elaborate. Like he's trying to get Ted mm-hmm. out. But so he leaves for the second time. Is this his second time? Yeah. Yep. Um, then we're back at the bar in the bathroom with Robin and Lily. Mm-hmm. Um, and Classic I'm, scene. I'm wondering if. Robin helped Lily out of her little her little suit. Oh yeah, I didn't that. since Probably. Marshall needed to help her, um, so we don't see that. But I love this when um, Robin asks if Lily likes Mike, and she's like, "Uh, do you, bitch?" Yeah, 
It was a perfect response, and I thought it was so strange how, like, weirdly excited Robin seemed to get Lily's opinion, but, like, like Lily said, do you? In Robin's mind, though, at this point, everything is going smoothly, right? Like, she's she's not even noticing that, she's not even noticing that Mike's trying anything. She's just doing Robin, you know? Like, she's so used to that, and she's just used to him being her slam piece, honestly. So she's like, do you like my new slam piece, basically? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Robin's like, I'm not into all that couple-y stuff. You know me. And Lily says, you know, it looks dumb from the outside, but just give it a chance. You might like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Try on the girlfriend costume for the night. I know. I loved that. Yeah. Ugh, Lily is just so wise. She is. I love her. And then Robin just continuing to be helpless. What do I What do? I do? Buy him a giant teddy bear? <laughs> girlfriend, come on. Uh, so she has to tell her, split dessert. Yeah. Try, your try something unselfish for once. Right. Um, and I'm just thinking, if it doesn't come naturally, though, if you don't want to do that stuff with somebody, you aren't necessarily the problem. It's just there's not the right amount of chemistry there. Yeah, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, Robin might just be a little cold, too, at this point. She does seem pretty set in her ways, as they say. Sure, sure. Oh, God. So we're back at the... Party on the roof, and Barney mm-hmm. has returned. He is a devil. This is where he's wearing a truth suit. He's got on the <laughs> the tie and everything. So. Yeah, he's back and he's in a mask so he can try to score with the the hula girl. Yes, and he tells Ted it's his trick so that if he strikes out with the hottest girl at the party, he's got another opportunity to try and hook up with her, <sighs> give him another chance. God. And Ted kind of makes a face. And he's like, and explains that he has to go to the bathroom, but he doesn't want to go because what if he misses the slutty pumpkin? Because the line is so long. And, okay, isn't this party on his roof? He could just go downstairs. To his, that is a dream party for me where you're not home, but when you need to pee, your bathroom is like the closest available. Yeah. But I mean, I guess going downstairs, he might miss her too. I guess, but he says the line is long. That's why. Oh, Ted. Who knows? Um, Who can say? And then we get this great scene of Ugh, Barney saying, pee off the roof, and then the angel it's like, Ooh, comes yeah, up Ted, on the other the side. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the <laughs> angel, and the guy's like, you shouldn't do that. There's people down there. And you think it's going to be like this perfect angel-devil thing, and then the angel just goes, whatever, you guys got some weed. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to another bit actor. Yes. Chad, Chad Lindsay is his name. Because yes. we see him again later when um, when he gets sh- when Barney gets shot down again mm-hmm. by the by the hula girl and he's just laughing and he goes, "Oh, go to hell!" It's so good. <laughs> um, <sighs> so then Marshall and Lily are setting up for this epic Halloween photo back at the bar. Oh, so good! I love one that is on a digital camera, but right. They- they're playing with the perspective, mm-hmm. and Lily's kind of, like, crouched on the bar, and Marshall is really close to the camera, so it looks like she's crouched on his shoulder. So cute. Isn't it adorable? Such a good idea. Yeah, I was like, oh, so clever. And Marshall's, you know, thinking about the years before when he wishes he had won, like, when he was dressed as Cher, and he wanted to wear the red dress or whatever it was, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. If I could turn back time, which you youngins may not know, that's a share song. Oh, that's sad if they don't know. You never know. Come on, children. You never know these days. Learn your history. Yes. Yes. Um, but Marshall and Lily totally should have won a share. Like, I want to see who won that who year. Who won? They must have been really good. I that's hope so. That's the only thing I can believe. Oh. Um, and then the brownie sundae arrives. Mm-hmm. And she's so feeling pressured and does not want to share this ice cream <laughs> with Mike. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Like, yelling at the TV. It's a small one scoop ice cream. Right. This is like this is like what you said about the ice cream in the mug. Like, this is not enough for two people. No. Um, but she's clearly just already resentful before it even starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still forces herself to try. Um, and you know, Marshall and Lily are just like effortlessly cute, feeding each other their little apple pie or apple crumble, whatever it is, um, with the marshmallow and lily pad nicknames. Yeah, first time we get to hear that. And- which is, I just love it. And then yeah. Robin tries and she's like, Mike, Mike, microwave, like. Microwave really? Robin. I know. Like, I, wrote, I yeah. wrote, oh, Jesus Christ. Is Robin a fucking robot? Because it was just like <laughs> so bad. It was really bad. Like, oh God, microwave oven. So then we're back on the on the roof and Barney walks up to Hula Girl all smooth and making fun of guys who would. Be be as lame as to use the the laid line, and, and he, he says, "I apologize for my gender." Ugh, Ugh. so manipulative, classic yes. nice guy routine, right? We all right? we've all heard it. Ugh. And you know, so doesn't last long. Lasts about five more seconds. She says, he's "You're," like, she says, "You're a handsome devil," and he's like, "I'm also a horny devil," and she's like, "No." <laughs> no, I just love it. That was perfect, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, he so deserved that. Ugh. I loved it. So she, again, just shoots him right down. Yep, and walks away. Yep. And Barney's <laughs> still at the party. Yeah. He clearly... So he's not with those Victoria's Secret models. He clearly is so intrigued by women who do not want him. Yeah. So... He's he's trying his best and it's not going well. Um, and then scene What's eleven. Your childhood like Barney. Oh my goodness. Oh, who hurt you, Barney? We'll we'll find all that out later. Right. Um, I open scene eleven with writing, Jesus Christ, Robin, put this man out of his misery. Because she just refuses to take any of the joint credit for like we, yeah. you know, like cannot stand being called part of a we. Like no, the whole. She hates it. The whole tiramisu bit where they're like grabbing the ice from me from each other mm-hmm. and she's refusing to say we and he keeps trying to and uh, there's just such a great building of the tension that was going on yeah and all I could think is like this is the most awkward night ever for Marshall and Lily right like imagine them but they're gonna mm-hmm. have so much fun to talk fun stuff to talk about later on in bed mm-hmm oh yeah best part of being a couple definitely talking shit <laughs> and then she says, easy there, hungry. She's like so food aggressive about this freaking Sunday. I can relate. Oh my God. I can relate. And then tries to distract him with a Gary Oldman decoy. What a I random feel, one. I feel like I had read something about that a long time ago that it was like a reference to something else, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So it could be a dream. 
Oh, okay. Instead of just, that could be a lie. I don't know. Um, but so they all look, and then Robin starts shoving ice cream in her face, which I, I've been there. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was so bad. She just completely gets caught. Girlfriend fail alert. Mm-hmm. Real bad. Um, and then Barney tries to get Ted to leave again. He refuses again. And Ted has his, you know, monologue moment. Mm-hmm. She represents hope. You know, so this is again like Linus sort of standing up to the great pumpkin naysayers. Right. Completely lost on Barney. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, I don't understand a word that you just said. Lingerie bottles on a boat. (laughs) What is the problem? Uh, He tries one last time to convince him no dice and he leaves for the third time. And one of my favorite parts about this scene, so Ted distracts me, he's like, see ya and Barney's like no see ya and he does this little hand motion and we see sparks fly out um it's you know a time where Barney is doing magic yeah um which I love and I've read it is is uh part of Barney's character because Neil Patrick Harris loves magic so much he sure does Uh, so it's like you know the first time we really get to see that and we will see more so much more oh my god so great magic I love it. It's so I said great. David Copperfield. You did? Yeah, my sister wins tickets all the time on the radio. Like, all the time. <laughs> she won tickets for David Copperfield, and it was amazing. So you believe in it? No. Okay. <laughs> you just no. think it's cool. Oh, I love... Yeah, no. I can I never love, figure it out, and I don't want what, to. I don't want to. I. But that's what I love about it, that it's, like, so perplexing. Like, how, how did you do that? How did you, like, know that could be done? Like, right, it's just, still a skill. Yeah, um, but yeah, I love I love magic and I love this this part of Barney's character. Oh, that's so good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, I'm back at the bar. Robin offers Mike the melty stuff at the bottom of the bowl, and he has officially had it. He's done. He's done. He's like, ah, I'm gonna head out. And Robin still thinks she's gonna get some. <laughs> At the like, end of this night. So clueless. So <sighs> clueless. And I was like, what a dude. That's what I said about her. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and yeah. I think Mike handled it so well. He was, like, so honest. He said, you don't like being with me. Not <sighs> as much as you like being alone. And, like, he wasn't mean about it. He was just very, like, very matter-of-fact. Oh, see, I thought he was being a... I thought, like, well, at the end, I thought he was being a dick. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's... Of course he's mad. He's upset. Yeah. But just yeah, right. He... But not as much as you like being alone. Like I think she really needed that pointed out. I don't think, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think she even understood that part of herself. Right. Yeah. No. This is definitely like an awakening for her. Like, mm-hmm. and it's definitely not the first time that Mike has noticed that this is an issue because he talks about how she likes sleeping in her own bed and doing her own crossword. Same. Same. Yeah. I don't want to share a crossword. Yeah. Oh no. Me neither. Unless I can't figure them out, and then it's yours. Yeah. Well, I'll ask, like, what's a whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, usually, like, a sports question. Same. don't get. Same. And, uh, so that's the only, I won't do it together. I'll just say, what's a five-letter word for? Yeah. And you know what? Maybe Mike is a little more clingy than a normal person. Like, maybe he needs more of this couple-y stuff. Like, it's not just... He's asking for even more than, like, a normal person might. Right. So they're just not, 
they're just the not page no or the same book yeah and I, I do love that you know the whole night he was trying to make them a couple and then in the last minute Robin mm-hmm. says are we breaking up and he says no I'm breaking up with you yeah it's like ooh yowza yeah that's when I wrote like he's being a dick which you know alright I get it yeah oh my mm-hmm. gosh rough so, stuff yeah we uh, cut back to the party, and Ted's looking pretty hopeless, and just as he's about to lose hope, <clears throat> he sees a penguin pouring Kahlua and root beer. And in the background is the fucking Charlie Brown theme yes. sung by the acapella group. Yes, yep, in the back, yep, that's what I wrote. They're singing Linus and Lucy, just like Linus, who lays in a great pumpkin every year. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Cuts yep. to black, so you're like, oh my god, it's a slutty pumpkin. Yep. Um, and <laughs> this is this is one of and my the favorite part things. It's important too, though, because she was studying penguins. Yeah. So that's why Ted's like, oh my god. Oh yeah, absolutely. The the drink, the penguin. Yeah. It all seems perfect, and so you cut back and you see the penguin standing at the drink table, and the penguin does this little. <sighs> this little sigh. Yeah. If you haven't <laughs> noticed it, go back and watch it because it's great. The person in that suit, B- <laughs> Barney. Spoiler alert. He is so good. He's so good. So he's clearly trying to make it look like he's this lost penguin, like waiting for love. It's such an amazing moment. Yeah, it's like he's able to convey so much with with no. <laughs> Facial expressions so at all. It's a fucking giant penguin costume. I wrote forlorn penguin. <laughs> <laughs> and Ted pours his heart out, just like, you know, oh, it must be you. Like, I met this girl four years ago. Tell me I'm crazy. Oh my god, it's you. And then party. I love the nod. Off. Yes. The nod. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Party pulls off the hat, just says, You are such a loser. <laughs> oh god. Such a good reveal. So amazing. It's Barney, who mm-hmm. cannot leave this party for the life of him. No, he just keeps coming back again and again. So, I mean, there's no freaking Victoria's Secret party. No. This whole thing was just him trying to get Ted out of there. It's a sham. They probably would have ended up in freaking New Jersey if he'd gotten him out of there, you know? Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the hula girl sees him depenguined. Mm-hmm. And continues to be unimpressed and exasperated by him because apparently she had given him her number while he was in his penguin costume. Right. Without Which, like, seeing his face. Right? That doesn't make it, any sense. It's like she's smart and dumb all at once. I know. Um, and just, you know, he's like, whatever, I'm going to call you anyway. She's like, I'm not going to go out with you. And he's like, how will you know it's me? I'm a master of disguise. <laughs> and she's just so exasperated. It's like, what the fuck? With his, like, with his idiocy, it just storms mm-hmm. off. She's like, oh, it just walks away. I just love her. Yeah, me too. Um, Barney spent a lot of money on this ruse, I was know. my next thought. I feel like a lot of his uh, schemes like this, he's got, there's like an investment. He must have just a separate bank account for like schemes. Yeah. It's amazing. But hey, 50%, pretty good ROI. So good. <laughs> All right, so Barney... Leaves again, and this time for real. Flippers him off. Flippers him off and leaves the party. Goes off into the night to do whatever he's doing. Um, 
Then we're back at the bar, and Robin finally has her Sunday all to herself. As she should have in the first place. You know, and she tries to shrug it off. Dudes are such chicks. She tries to Mm -hmm. make it seem like it was Mike's problem, but she doesn't seem as convinced anymore that what she's doing and how she's living is really the best way to to live. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is exacerbated by the fact that you know, she sees Marshall and Lily win the costume contest. Right. And they're so happy and excited. <laughs> and Carl says, Lily Aldrin has a parrot and Marshall Erickson is a gay pirate. Who <laughs> <laughs> has to say he's a gay pirate? And Marshall jumps up excited. He's like, wait, what did he say? <laughs> I have sex with my parrot all the time. That, that didn't come out right. Robin's taking their picture and she just sees how excited they are and how genuinely good it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like when Lily said, like, when you're on the inside of it, it feels great. Yeah. And that is right when the song Inside of Love swells up mm-hmm. by Not a Surf. It's one of my, my favorites from this show. Um, it says, I want to know what it's like on the inside of love. So sad. So, you know, Robin's clearly mm-hmm. got some, some yearning happening now. Um, yeah. so she heads back to the apartment and goes up to the roof with a what? Blanket! Mm-hmm. Linus has a blanket and Charlie Brown. Yep. Very so she, she goes out to the pumpkin patch, a.k.a. the roof, just the way Lucy does mm-hmm. to sit with Linus, a.k.a. Ted. Um... And she just has this, you know, confessional moment where she lies and says she never played any team sports. Mm-hmm. Um, she played at least hockey and field hockey that we know of right. from, from later stuff, but that's okay. Um, you know, she says that she's just never been a team person. She says she's got dumb story of my life. And mm-hmm. we see her fi- like sort of breaking down because up until this point, she hasn't been vulnerable at all. Right. And now she's talking. Yeah, Yeah, kind of surface and kind of like well put together and unavailable. And now she's saying, am I wired wrong? Yeah. Why don't I want that more? I want to want that. So sad. And I think like, I don't know. I felt like that, like about myself sometimes, like I'm not super emotional. Yeah. So I I don't know. I see people having like emotional reactions to things. I'm like, (laughs) I should probably be feeling something right now and I don't. Why? I'm a sociopath, I guess. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Meanwhile, I cry at, like, everything. So, there's that. Um, but I just love that Ted said, you just haven't met the right Hansel yet. Yeah. And, you know, Ted is really good in those really cringy moments, but he's also great in, in the moments like this. He's such an optimist. Yeah. You know? And that's one of his, I think, kind of shining qualities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Robin's just, like, amazed at his sort of emotional capacity. Yeah. I think they refer refer to it at some point later on, maybe even season nine is his emotional endurance. Ooh, yeah. You know, and it's so true. I mean, she's just like, what are you doing up here at almost three in the morning? Like, how do you do it? Right. You know, and he's just, he's just so hopeful when everyone else is kind of hopeless. You know, this is just a nice spot as any, just just sit and wait. It's just so sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, the... Scene pans out on the remains of another Halloween without the slutty pumpkin. And again, inside of love swells up. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and you can feel Robin kind of softening to love, or she's at least curious about how it works and what it might feel right. like and if it is something she wants. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mike wasn't the right guy for her, but he got her thinking about this stuff. So. Yeah. There's that, right? Yeah, there's that. As the the camera is, like, fading out, I kept thinking, who is cleaning up that room? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess. Mom. Who's going to clean that up? Mom and hard. I know, I can't help it. <sighs> can't help it. So, one fun fact, I don't know if you noticed this at the end credits, um, Jeremy Gabriel plays Mike, but he's credited as Mark. Dude, he is credited as Mark, and I Even saw on IMDb. Yes, that's right. Is he credited mm-hmm. as Mark in the actual credits? Yeah, that's so weird because I was trying to look up who he was, and it kept coming of his Mark, because um, there yeah. was a Mike later on in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, um, and I was like, "What the hell have I been like saying his name wrong?" Mm-hmm. That's, that's so it's, true. It's very clear, like microwave. Yeah, microwave oven. Yeah, was it Mark? Markwave oven probably would have been funnier. <laughs> it would have been an even bigger reach. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, so what do you think overall of this episode? You're always so good at this part. How about you go first? I liked it because we got to learn more about Robin and see a... Yeah, see a, another side of her. Yeah, see a softer side. Yeah, like Sears. Like, I feel like Ted's story was what you would expect Ted's story to be, okay. right? Yeah, it is what it is. You did... I mean, when I first watched it, you did expect the slutty pumpkin to walk in at some point. Yeah, for sure. So that was that was a door they left open. And I feel like I felt like it was open, like something was going to come back around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a good, solid episode. We got to see more of Marshall and Lily being cute. Yeah, I, I also, like, one thing I like about this is, like, the subtle details. Like, um, I love the joint storytelling that yes. they did. I love the scene with the uh, devil and the angel. I loved the penguin. Um, <laughs> the acapella group was, you could constantly hear them singing in the background anytime they're at the party. I love that. How that was kind of carried through. Yeah, at um, one point they're singing, Is She Really Going Out With Him? And, yeah. and I'm trying to remember if that was like after the penguin score the Hula Girls number. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Damn. So, yeah, I think the music, obviously the music choice in How I Met Your Mother in general is very important, but I think that they, they chose some, some good songs at least, at least once with Charlie Brown, maybe twice with Is She Really Going Out With Him, so. Yeah. That was really good. I feel like it was very intentional, for sure. Um, I know we talked before about Barney's blog, and there was a Halloween entry. It was called Halloween Sluts. Oh, Barney. And something I thought... Oh, Barney, yes. Something I thought was interesting, and I'm too lazy, so I apologize, dear listeners, for who I am as a person, <laughs> um, but the date of the blog entry is the same um, as when the episode first aired, so I, I'm interested to see, now that I know that and realize that, to check further ah. blog uh, entries, but <laughs> it's oh, it's so bad. Uh, he says, you know, Halloween's just around the corner, you know what that means, girls dressed in slutty cross costumes all across the city it's like christmas in october it's a long-standing barney tradition to ring in november one snacking on something tasty i picked up the night before ew barney gross Gross. but but he redeems himself later on because also kind of gross like he can't remember 
which girl he hooked up, hooked up with when. But he creates a logic puzzle, and based on the costumes he wore, <laughs> the and like times of when, approximate times of when he wore them, he was able to figure out who he hooked up with when, and it's on the blog post, and I thought that was really funny. It has booze clues, or at least what I remember. I didn't wake up in my ninja costume, but I know I ended the night with some tail. Oh, God. All right, so what was your legendary moment? For sure, it was the angel and devil scene up on the roof. Like, yeah, Ted, pee on the roof. Like, it was so perfect. And then the angel's like, yeah, whatever, you guys got some weed? That was my favorite. So good. That was my legendary moment. So good. Like, hands down. Um, As soon as I saw that scene again, I was like, oh. Yeah, this is it. Don't even have to think about it. <laughs> How about you? Uh, definitely the joint storytelling. Yeah. Because it was just so clear that Ted has always been this romantic, crazy storyteller that everyone gets tired of. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they knew the exact words he was going to use, it was just mm-hmm. so perfect. So good. Loved it. Everyone Loved played it. it so well. So. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Everybody, whenever you're listening, keep keep Halloween in your heart all year round, <laughs> I say. And maybe we'll get to the Thanksgiving episode by Christmas. Fingers crossed. But don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so uh, thanks for listening. We post new recaps every Wednesday, or we try. Um, <laughs> we were uh, not available due to the holiday last week, and... I had some major technical difficulties, so we'll see when Kay can work her editing magic to get this out. Uh, But be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. And if you have a legendary moment from an upcoming episode, you can email us at heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook at heybeautifulpod. We hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait Wait for for it. it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl All. 